pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Well, greetings and welcome back for another deep dive into kinetic belief for attracting your abundant life. So glad to have you back with us today. I'm Stephen Canyon. And if you'd like to receive an occasional text message from me, 844-844-0049 is the number you need to connect, connect, to text the word kinetic to, (laughs) I'm seeing things backward today, I think. (laughs) StephenCanyon.com is the website. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon and subscribe to the podcast. Also to make sure you don't miss an episode. And so I need to do that so I... I don't miss an episode myself. Yeah, so you'll show up, subscribe. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> hey, Stevan. What are you up to? What am I up to? I'm, I'm covered in blankets. I'm so cold today. It is cold. We just ran in here from Starbucks. I think I had too much iced tea. <laughs> it's made me permanently cold. But isn't it cool that they've reopened it to where you can, Yay! You can go in and, and I sit missed down it. and be, be careful? But I you know. can do that. Yeah. And have the teas and the fun things. You can sit in Starbucks again. You know, I just realized yeah. something. What? We are nomadic minimalists. <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> you can say it. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's we are nomadic minimalists. I guess it depends who you ask. Well, <laughs> yes, my mother. We're nuts. <laughs> well, they they yeah they kind of laugh at but we the are. Whole idea. Nomadic we? minimalists. Did, I like that. Did you that. know that? That's actually a perfect way of describing us. It kind of ran us down. I didn't know that that's what we were doing, even though we we kind of did it on purpose, but I don't think we, I knew what it was called. No, I agree. I didn't. I never coined a, a term to it. Two years in the making. Got rid of stuff. Got rid of oh, all of it. Didn't it feel good? Got rid of the, got rid of the dogs in, in, in a humane way. Rehomed we found, them. We, that's how you say it, right? <laughs> they actually really were put on the most beautiful farm Oh, I mean, it's like the dream of every dog, the place Thump, we found. Thump, I call it, Thumper has a swimming pool. Thumper goes to the beach every weekend. Thumper, Thumper is living. Thumper probably gets massages. And I think he probably does. So we, we, we got rid of the dogs and we got rid of the yeah. house plants. We don't have house plants. No. We don't have dogs. We got rid of the, we even got rid of our bicycles. We, we kind of gave those away, got rid of the stuff, the furniture, all of it. Yeah. For two years, two years ago. And I don't know. If, I, I think there are a few people, maybe, that listen to us regularly that kind of figured out we're always moving yes. around, yeah, traveling, and so we're doing the Airbnb thing. We mm-hmm. have been for a couple of years now. Yes, isn't that amazing? It's so fun. I mean, it, and I do. I I really vividly remember before we did any of that, we sort of mapped it out, you know, on paper, like theoretically, <laughs> this is what we want to do. And I've been amazed at how how successful we've been at it. It's just so fun. Isn't it just the best way? I just love it. I, I just it's just this nonstop adventure. I love the sensation of oh, we could go anywhere. We we're always going somewhere and we've always just come from somewhere yeah. while being present in wherever we are. Yeah, and so, right? you know, oh you wanna do Airbnb or do you wanna go camping or I mean there's just so many options to us. So that kind of, for those of you that may 
what, somebody, I think Pam, one of our listeners, love Pam. I th- She's I love, been with us from the beginning. From the beginning. She's a veteran, and, KB. And I know that maybe it was six, seven months ago, somebody had said on Facebook, where's Stephen and Megan? Right. Where, I haven't heard from them in a while. And, <laughs> they haven't been and, posting. And our little champion Pam said, I'll give them a few days. They're probably traveling. That's what they do. And, and that's the first time I realized that. That's what we're doing. That's what we're, we're actually doing. Thanks, Pam. Yeah, She's thank you for back. that's so true. That's so, so true. Yeah. And we have and it really is it's just it's just a blast. Um, the word adventure comes to mind. It's so adventurous. And I have to say it's um it's been nice to to free up all the headspace. You don't quite realize how much headspace your stuff can take up. Um, but for, for me at least, I'm not just thinking all the time about I don't know. I don't buy as many things. I've noticed that. I mean, I have to. I'm not going to buy a new, <laughs> right? Have you noticed? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it did go from you know always getting something else for the house to which is Amaz- okay. Amazon showing up on the doorstep, right? Which is fine, you know, because you want to keep your home spiffy and new and fresh. Mm-hmm. But when you're always in a new place, I mean, you're not going to. It just doesn't work that way. So but it's I interesting. think I think the most amazing thing is Amazon can find you anywhere in the world. Now that is true. That that is crazy. I mean, you're we sitting, have been able to order Amazon. How is that possible? <laughs> in the farthest reaches of the universe. You know, I, I hear a voice. Uh, hello, and I unzip the tent. Yes. <laughs> That actually happened, though. Yeah. That's a true story. It really did. I mean, it's like he didn't quite know where to knock. Amazon. (laughs) Is this the right right campsite? It's funny, though, because you can't really, how how unplugged can you really claim to be when Amazon's knocking on your It is a blast. But you don't realize how many things really do hold you in a place. And a couch can be an anchor around your neck. Yeah. A, A chair. A thing, whatever it is, and so, but anybody can do this, uh, a, a form of this, and just add it to, you know, just I think taking stock of what is it that is holding me in in a place of not, you know, taking a walk on the other side of town, yes. through a grove of, of trees, through, through taking time off on my Saturdays. Well, and the theme with this is, you know, whatever your life looks like, guess what, you can pause and take stock and and discover the out of the box version of your life. So whatever you're doing right now, there's always, you know, something that you can add or take away or, you know, make it more efficient and more fun. And I love that. So you can have a nomadic mentality wherever you are. Yeah. Isn't that it? Yes. Well, I am so excited about today's show. Okay. Imagine that. You are? I am. Steve, you're excited? I'm excited. What? Can you tell? We're good. (laughs) And I have to say... You really are excited. I mean, you you live an excited life, Steve. Like it's not just for the podcast. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> oh, really? This really you think this so? is this is it. I mean, you're just Gotta doing the Snoopy dance. Yeah, it's all day a long. Embarrassing, but we, I love it. We're going to begin to gain some understanding, some new understanding, actually, regarding the free and the unmerited favor of the law of attraction to change your circumstances. Actually, you know, reorganize like we're talking about your entire lifestyle if that's what you're if that's what you're wanting to have rearranged. Mm. Both Eastern and Western religions have a word for unmerited favor. The West uses the word grace or the favor of life, which is the grace of God. In Buddhism, grace is embracing the tariki, which is the word for other power of an infinitely compassionate being. And the grace of the compassionate being provides the essence of life. 
unmerited favor, grace, the super of the abundance, attracted to the natural of the limited. Quantum theorists have <laughs> they've delighted themselves by observing the God particle. I'll never forget watching that room of uh, particle physicists explode into their enthusiastic celebration when they uh, you know, proved the theory of the Higgs boson back in 2012. But they're excited because they've, they have located the thing that permeates all things, which is the substance of all things created. Quantum particle matter, physicists, while studying it, have measured particles creating a form where the form was expected to manifest. In other words, they were expecting to see this thing happen. Quantum researchers using the particle collider at CERN in Geneva observed the grace of God creating when the super of the abundance was attracted to the limits of the natural or the expectations of those scientists in that room. So today, today for the advanced kinetic believer. Um, I really think that you're going to get something out of today's podcast. This is not just for the faint of heart. This is for the advanced. And because it's from understanding the relationship between the super of creative abundance, the grace of God, and our kinetic belief, that is key. That is vital to our success as powerful KBs. This is the what turns up the dial. This is the function of the unction. This is the, the stuff that, <laughs> that makes it work. I like that. The function of the unction. <laughs> Write that down. Let's do something with that later. <laughs> Listen, by you getting revelation on the God particle and then adding the proper balance of kinetic belief, this is going to be, and I believe you'll agree, this is going to be one of the most important injections of wisdom you'll ever have subjected yourself to. So, Go ahead, count out a privilege, count out a benefit that you did what you needed to do to find this podcast today and to fit it into your listening schedule for today. Mm. Most people are either in the unmerited favor camp, in other words, things just happen for them, they're lucky, whatever, or they're over here in the camp of earned merit or earned favor. Well, I worked hard. You know, I'm always lucky. These are the th this is what I expected, and I'm working really hard for my success. So what happens is people will get a truth about either unmerited favor, unearned favor, which is grace, or um, they'll get some kind of a truth about merit, which is, well, you got to earn it, son. You're going to have to go out there and, and do what you have to do to to make it happen. And then they will put an emphasis on that bit of truth from one of those two camps, and that will then become their subjective reality, and they'll try to find their life's purpose based on either grace or merit. So, And we can see this in the world's religions because there are those that base, for example, redemption on earning it, and then there are others that believe you know, redemption is a free gift. I want to say something that might surprise some of you, and this is something that others may consider to be a little bit perplexing, but the only thing that leads to being wrong is when a person takes one truth at the expense of or exclusion of other truths. Wow. The only thing being wrong is, is when a person takes a bit of truth out of balance or to the exclusion of all the other truths. And so when you take just the source of life 
or when you take just the ability of human beings and you place emphasis on one or the other out of balance, then it leads to a wrong idea. You cannot have one without the other. In the same way when you take oh, sodium by itself, it's a poison. And if you ingest enough sodium in sufficient quantities, it'll kill you. Chloride is poison, and if you ingest enough chloride, well, in sufficient quantities, it'll kill you. So both sodium and chloride are, well, they're poisons to us. But if we mix sodium and, and chloride together, it makes salt, and we actually die unless we ingest salt. And so you could say that if you take the source of life all by itself, and you focus on the abundance of the universe, and if you only emphasize that, and you don't understand the proper relationship with the creative ability of humans, that's poisonous. Wow. Or, on the other hand, if you emphasize kinetic belief, the substance of our expectations, our hope, and if you focus just solely on that to the exclu exclusion of abundance or of grace or of God, and how kinetic belief is a response to unmerited favor, if you don't mix these together properly, then it's poisonous. Both of those, they've got to be mixed together in the right quantities and taken together. It's really interesting how, how you're presenting this today because it's giving us this idea that, look, you know, extremes, while they may be an easier thing to, to latch onto and to grab onto because it's that all or nothing mentality, um, finding balance is the key. And, and not allowing yourself to be to just be sucked into one extreme or the other. Well, and it's such a temptation that as soon as you get a nugget of truth to stop listening, mm -hmm. and you got to run and tell mama and them. you got to let everybody know that <laughs> you, you're now the wisest. I found this other nugget, and you stop listening, yeah. and you stop digging, and you stop pursuing more of the abundant reality of truth that does exist. Mm -hmm. And as such, you will still miss the mark. But now, well, here's another way of saying it. And that is, if the God particle is the universe's part in all of this, then kinetic belief is our part. Right. And now this is vitally important that really KBs understand this. And I have people that will come up to me often and they'll say invariably things like, and they say this in different ways, but basically what they ask me is, what do I need to do? What is my part? What, where am I missing it? And, you know, I'm journaling, I'm doing all these things, but why hasn't the law of attraction done this thing in my life? So there is, there is a confusion in most people's lives about what is our part? What is up to the universe? What is the distinction between the two? How much does the serendipitous universe actually provide that I'm not expecting to see? How much is up to us to kinetically believe for, to be unwavering in our expectations and to receive? What a wonderful thing to meditate on today. This idea of, of you know, are you in the, the magic camp or the make it happen camp? And, and both are, are wrong without the other. And I just, I think that's such a, a really wonderful analogy. The idea that, you know, if you, if you do have the all or nothing mentality, it's going to be detrimental, if not deadly, in, in this manifestation process that we're always 
chasing and pursuing. So important, isn't it? Because yeah. most cabies, they, they just really haven't worked this out yet. And I take full responsibility for that. Okay. <laughs> but, don't I love don't you beat just, yourself up. Right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> right. Well, and I think it's really funny um, how you just said that kinetic belief is really our part and, and in turn our place in the universe. And I love that. I've never, ever thought, thought of kinetic belief that way. And I just think that is so empowering and so beautiful. You know, how do I fit into all this? How do I fit into this grand scheme and this huge process of life that we're all going through? Oh, well, it's as a kinetic believer. Knowing our purpose, knowing our place, knowing who we are, yeah. what we're supposed to be doing, our genius of purpose, where do we fit in? And it is, you know, you just said uh, place as well. And, and isn't, it is a place, isn't it? When you, when you step into kinetic belief, you sense that you're in a, a very real existing place and it's a place where abundance is easy, life is easy, everything's working and that's just, it's so cool. It's this manageable. That You stepped into a place that mm. all of a sudden uh, has become manageable. Yeah. By being manageable, that means that ultimately you're no longer going to be a victim. Because we all know that sensation of life where ugh, nothing's working. You try this, you go there, you talk to this person, you try to yeah. make this connection, and nothing's working. You're just, you know, you feel like you're, so to speak, hitting your head against that wall, and then you become a kinetic believer, and everything starts to fall into place. Ah, uh, so if nothing's working, perhaps something is out of balance, and that's what we want to talk about. That's very cool. Being out yeah. of balance. And, and what we're talking about are things that I have learned the hard way. I mean, I've had the hard knocks of experiential knowledge lead me to the supernatural <laughs> laws of creation in order to show me a lot of what I am going to be showing you today. Mm-hmm. I had an encounter with creativity, with desire, and with purpose when I was a child. And I understood that there was an authority way beyond my ability. And I knew it was infinitely greater and far more um, well, just completely separate from anything that I had experiential knowledge with, especially as a child, but or anything that I could even demonstrate at that time. But I instantly had, I had this understanding of a genius of purpose or that there's one there, even though I didn't at that point, I certainly didn't know what it was. But I remember um, verbally accosting little Mark at, in the cafeteria while we were <laughs> enjoying our cartons of chocolate milk. Oh, Mark. And I said, Mark, we've got a purpose. Hey, where's somebody? <laughs> and I'll never forget what he said. Nothing. And so <laughs> I, I realized His mouth was at full that of point pizza. <laughs> and, and green peas. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew that there, you know, we had this and 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 even though my desires were attainable and that life as it really is is inherently good, we have you know, this, this greater purpose and, and not because we are good, not because we're inherently any of those things, but because what is possible is life. And it is the abundance of all that is good that is possible. And so, I mean, that is something that in a moment I just knew, and I can remember it like it was yesterday. But then to me, it was the most amazing thing, Meg, because as I grew into a teenager and then a young adult, I kept encountering people that would say to me, well, you know, Stephen, it's all up to God now. If it's God's will, you know, God is in control. And whatever will be, will be, you know, all that. And basically, I kept hearing that I just don't have anything to do with it. 
Well, if I don't have anything to do with it, why am I in trouble? <laughs> why shouldn't? Why isn't God in trouble? Leave me out of it. This. Leave me out of this. Right. But but then I began to realize that no, wait a minute. You guys are sadly mistaken because there are things that we get to do in order to appropriate unmerited favor, or as some will say, the grace of God, and to make the law of attraction work in my life. So I found myself in this struggle of, God, what do you, what do you need to do um, for you to heal me? What do you need to do, God, for my business to be successful? I know that I have a purpose in my life, and I believe that there are a lot of things that I should be doing with my life, but I need, if, if I need to do something to earn your favor over here, do you see me? I'm trying to be good here, to earn your blessing, God, to become abundantly successful, to have a, a happy relationship, and to be, uh, have joy all the time, and strong, and all these great things that people tell me I should have. What do I need to do? How do I get from here to there? What do I need to do to get you to do for me? See, I was listening to reasonings. But I have learned a lot of things along the way that has made this enormous difference in my life. And so I'm telling you that gaining insights, now listen, gaining insights on experiencing this world and beyond by balancing the supernatural abundance the grace of provision for advancing the essence of your being is going to have a tremendous lasting influence on you because there are just too many people that don't have this understanding. Because most people will emphasize that, you know what, it's all up to the universe or it's all up to fate, it's all up to luck, it's, it's all up to God and His plan. God is doing all, the universe is doing it all. If you're lucky enough, and others will emphasize that, hey, guess what, Buck? It's all up to you, man. <laughs> get it together, dude. You're going to have to get up earlier, work harder. You're not running fast enough. You're not smart enough. <laughs> Dig deeper into effort. You, you need more effort, effort, effort. But we almost never see the proper complement of those two working together. And when they're not in balance, life unfolds through the randomness of out of control. It's like driving down a dirt road and you hold onto the steering wheel for a short distance and then you let go for a while. Well, of course, your car is going to swerve out of control occasionally. And, and then who knows what? And it probably won't be pretty. But this is one of the most important things that we learn to start us on our way to experiencing the supernatural power of kinetic belief and to really living a life as we are intended to live by balancing our belief with trusting our expectations. And I love how you said that living as a kinetic believer, that we get to do this. And that denotes that it is, it's a privilege that this knowledge that we're able to, to glean and, and this really sacred knowledge, if you look at it from how you're describing it today, it's a privilege to know these things and to live this way. And it does make you uh, one of the few. It is sacred knowledge, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'm thinking about the guys up on Oak Island digging down, and who knows what they're going to find if you've been watching <laughs> that show on the History Channel. Yes. I don't think it's on right now, but I'll occasionally will peek. You know, I'm so, I think, mate, what if they dig down and they get all the water out of those tunnels and they find sacred knowledge? Right. 
They would probably be pretty disappointed, wouldn't they? Well, it was funny. When, we, we did watch one episode. <laughs> I shouldn't epi- say that. Right? No, well, we did watch one episode, though, and um, they had found, you know, scraps of parchment, and somebody said, gosh, what, you know, what if this is Shakespeare's lost manuscripts? And one <laughs> of the guys that. said, it better not be. <laughs> I saw it that. It better not be. <laughs> but, there's, but the most priceless thing is that it yes, is sacred knowledge. And yes, is. I'm excited mm-hmm. because that's what this is. We now are living in a time where we have the ability to reconstruct the natural using the super on our natural. Well, and that's I th- sacred knowledge. And I think it's really important to acknowledge as well that what we're able to receive from you on this podcast is it, it that's a privilege as well because like you began by saying you know these things these are experiential knowledge um, nuggets if you will to you you lived this and you did maybe learn some of this the most difficult way but that's the beauty of of learning from a teacher is that you sort of get to skip ahead you get to skip the line not every not every a morsel of knowledge has to be learned by hard knocks. You can, if you can pause and look within and listen to amazing teachers and discover sacred knowledge, that what an amazing gift. Well, and that's why I'm excited, and that's why all of us should be excited. <laughs> and that's why I fully expect when we're able to do our KB conventions, mm. whenever that's going to happen, and I hope soon, a KB convention. Can you imagine 10,000 of us oh all Snoopy dancing together? Because we're just so <laughs> excited yes. about the knowledge that's been revealed to us. Wow. But and, and someone says, well, Stephen just says that about everything. Everything he talks about, he's excited every day of the week. Yes, I am. Because I don't look, I don't talk about things just to make me or you feel good or to f- feel anything really at all. I mean, I just deal with the most basic and fundamental truths regarding how things work. And I don't base what I teach simply on what I believe. I use experiential knowledge with quantum theory and with spiritual wisdom to gain revelation knowledge that will put anyone into a position of experiencing a profoundly satisfying life. How do we, and you may be about to go into this, but how do we know if we are too far towards the magic uh, spectrum or or too far towards the make it happen? Because um, as a kinetic believer, I think, you know, a lot of us are probably, you know, more leaning in one way or the other than, than experiencing these really deep extremes that you described. So, you know, how do we know, like, which way we need to redirect? Well, we are all spiritual beings, and we're, we're inhabiting these physical bodies, living upon the earth. We came from the source of life, and we are the essence of life. We were alive before we began to eat, and we're going, we shall live after we cease to eat. We are one with God who is spirit and who gives life to life. And that's the super function, the source that is the base for the power of attraction, for the energy of abundance. Um, and that's what the creator does. Right. That's the creator's part. Right. That is not our part. A lot of people like to think that it is their part, but it is not your part. Provision for everyone was made. For all people to have all of the fullness and all of the abundance of everything that they desire. But we have to respond positively to positive things. We have to see the good in all things. And this is why gratitude is vital to our success. This is why complaining will keep you in the middle of what you're complaining about. 
this principle of manifesting is not about rewarding you and it's not about punishing you. Mm. It is about you having the authority to choose your experiences. Well, how do we choose what we will experience? We develop in our kinetic beliefs. We develop in our gratitude. We develop in the positive. We expect it. We look for it. We anticipate it. We develop in an ability to not waver. When we're challenged, we, we don't, as the song says, stop believing. We develop in the ability to resist reasonings with the negative. Uh, and, and KBs understand that until we focus the power of our life source energy with God's grace, grace can't do its part. In other words, the law of attraction's job is to agree with you. It will never disagree with you. It will wreck your life or resurrect your life. Either way, you have the final authority. It's what you say about it that will define you, that will make you or will break you. I love that this is a a furthering of the idea of what you said earlier about that you just love understanding and teaching and, and gaining knowledge on how things work. And this is the ultimate how it works because, you know, I was just, I was just imagining you go on a road trip to meet a friend and instead of meeting them at the desired location, that's maybe the halfway point, you just keep on driving and you drive to their house. And I mean, how insane that would be. And, and the, the thing, the meeting that you're trying to, to pull off, it would never happen because you've obviously overshot it for no reason. And that's, that's a very oversimplified version of what you're saying, but, but knowing that, hey, you know, there is a meeting point. There is a rendezvous point with the universe, with your creator, that you're going to need to be there. You're going to need to meet or none of this is going to happen. The meeting won't take place. The ingredients won't be available. Mm -hmm. You know, so the timing and and making sure that you don't do, you know, try to overstep our our requirements, what we're, what we're shooting for here. Well, that's good, isn't it? You don't want to stop short before you get to the meeting place and you don't want to shoot past it. There is that... Yes. Meeting place. Yeah. And, and I have to say, if I was going to do one or the other, that would be it. I would be the one that does more. You, can't, you, know? you keep pedaling. I'm like, where is well, she this going? Is, this is taking too long. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go get everything. I'm just going to do it myself. Right it's fine. And yep. so, but I love how we have to be aware of this because you're always talking about holistic, you know, living this holistic kinetic belief life. And then there's also a holistic view of, of the process. And having the full picture is so, you're, you're, I just, it's amazing how necessary and vital that is. It's being revealed today. Well, yeah, so here's what I want KBs to get. You manifest what you want by combining the super, which is every great outcome being available to you, with your positive response, which is uh, to every great thing being available to you. That's what we're responding to. You got to mix these two things together. And if all you do is just start emphasizing, like so many people do, that, well, you know, it's just totally up to the universe. It's just up to the grace of God. That, that way of thinking leads people into the wrong way of identifying, the wrong way of believing. And, and they say that, you know, well, it, it just wasn't my time, or that's just my luck, or that's the way the ball bounces. Mm. And then one of my favorites, it, it is what it is. <laughs> nothing ever works out for me, they'll say, or it just wasn't meant to be for me. And if you'll notice, that person got exactly what they said according to what they believed. 
I saw a really great cartoon and I think it was the New Yorker recently. And it was just this drawing of this man in kind of like a lumpy, wrinkled Superman looking outfit. And it, at the top, I said, this is idiot man. And the, his quote was, or his tagline, you know, was at the end of the day, it is what it is. That's just all he was. <laughs> That's on his jersey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, but idiot all, man. <laughs> all, <laughs> all of that is the cycle of wrong thinking extremes. And there are people yes. who are, there are people, like you're saying, that are all in, in the other direction. They don't have a sense of balancing the essence of their being with source, with God. And they believe they're responsible for the super part of their natural. And that they are the abundance. They are the dream maker. They are the gift giver. And they will then identify attraction with the positivity of their ego rather than the presence of their being being the source of positivity. And if all you do is focus on what you think you need and deliberately forget that you have a part to play, and that is to respond positively to life, positive, positively to the things as they are because you're not reacting to them. You are positive. You are the positive response. And so it's not a response it is just the essence of you that is positive. Positive to things as you imagine them to be. Positive to all things advancing toward perfected completion. Mm -hmm. If you just focus on your needs, however, then you'll miss it. And you'll stay where you are in need. Isn't it interesting that whether you fall on the magic end of the extreme or the make it happen end of the extreme, that either way, you're setting yourself up to be victimized. You're a total victim of either yourself or uh, you know this this supernatural being that that's making all these supposedly making all these decisions for you and isn't that how it always happens when you're out of alignment when you're out of balance you're you're making yourself very vulnerable and you're going to be victimized one way or the other both of those are mental constructs of the egoist they even though we're we're saying one is opposite the other they're still they are one in the same yeah wrong we're, is wrong <laughs> we're identifying with one or the other Interesting. wrong is wrong wrong thinking like that it comes because some people will only emphasize that they are totally responsible for making themselves and they forget that they are not the magic while they have the recipe for the potion that makes the magic happen, they're not the magic. They're not the creator. They're not the one with the, 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 the first desire. They're not the one that slung the planets and the stars throughout the universe. They're not the one that imagined themselves into existence. And then there's wrong thinking on the other side when people only emphasize belief, which is our part. And they will put so much emphasis on what they have to do, on what they need to study, on what they need to do next, and they need to really, really want this, really desire it. Oh, you don't understand. I got to be so grateful, 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 grateful. And they need to become the grateful shaman. And they need to do all these other things. And then they worry about if they're doing enough, if they're, if they're, if they're dressing the part in the right way. And that way of thinking is also out of balance. Yes, we do those things, but not to get our creator to do something else that, hasn't, that has not already been done. And it's funny because you can really see how this can be a trap. This can be a very manipulative hole to fall into on your kinetic belief journey because, you know, you get to the point of meeting the universe halfway and you realize, well, I'm not magic, but, I, but I'm now magical 
<laughs> because of the universe, you know, because of my creator meeting me in this place uh, yeah. with the supernatural. And then you get to that point as well. And you say, well, I am attaching action to my faith, to my belief. And so then there's that part of the spectrum. But like you're saying, it's it's the combination. It's the balancing of these two that is going to be it. You know, finding and it seems like that's going to be the the hardest part of, of this is going to, you know, how, how do we know? How do we know if we've gotten the, the ingredients right, the levels right? <laughs> Driving around Orlando during the last couple of weeks has been real interesting, hasn't it? Probably not as interesting as driving around in Albania, but it's been interesting <laughs> no, no less. We, we end up on Interstate, is it four? I think I it's four. four. Yes. <clears throat> Almost every day, a lot. And it's hard to not. Just <laughs> yesterday, a car flew past us going up the shoulder of the highway, two wheels in the grass, passing all the traffic. <laughs> and just beyond that car, just on the other side of it, was a ditch. And there are six lanes with ditches on both sides of the whole highway. And even with six lanes, I've seen people heading toward the ditches, and they'll jerk the wheel of the car so drastically that they'll just fly back in the other direction and cause other drivers to swerve and hitting the brakes and taking off again just to get out of the way. <laughs> if, if, you want to get to where, if you want to get to where you want to go in Orlando, it's, it's not a matter of just going to one extreme or the other of the highway. You got to just learn how to stay in the lanes provided. Well, it's the same thing with kinetic belief. There are insights that look like they are opposite. And so many times people will just take one side and emphasize that. But our place is in balance with proper understanding in the center. And that can only come through rightly dividing the wisdom of counsel that comes from knowing who we are. Mm -hmm. And it is so imperative that we avoid both extremes. And you were mentioning the ego just a moment ago, and that all makes such good sense now, this idea that, look, we, all of our egos are attracted to different things. And so we're all going to be pulled toward one or the other based off of what our ego sort of leans toward. You yes. know, if you're kind of into, um, you know, some Scooby-Doo spooky stuff, then, then you're going to lean toward that. You're going to lean toward thinking that the magical potion is everything. You have to do nothing. So knowing ourselves as well and being having that ego awareness is that that all makes such good sense now galileo galileo began what was believed to be some of the first scientific investigations of a pendulum in the early 1600s and the regular motion of the pendulum it was so precise in fact that it was used for timekeeping and was the world's most accurate timekeeping technology up until about the 1930s. And of course, where the pendulum is under the most stress to go is right there in the center. The 1600s to the 1930s? That's pretty good. Not not a bad run, (laughs) is it? Not a bad invention, yeah. But the pendulum, it just wants to go, it's stressed. It feels the stress and the pull to go right back to the center, back in the middle. Mm. But the tendency is, is if some kind of force creates an out of balance or adds to an inertia over in one direction, the tendency is to go to the other extreme. Mm. And it's in the same way, say a person has overemphasized the law of attraction. They are an LOA person and with their desire, and they talked about what they have to do to get something to happen. Well, a person who has seen the abuse of that, and not, not law of attraction, but an abuse of 
of the the one who makes things happen and has come under the the frustration of that or the legalism and the condemnation that goes with an extreme view of expectations. And often we see that in religion, an extreme view of expectations. Well, they will swing to the opposite end of an extreme. They run from it and they go all the way over to the other side. Mm. And they will then embrace that. And they'll say, well, it's just totally up to luck. It's totally up to God. If he wants to make me sick, he will. If he wants to make me happy, then I'll be happy. It's just totally up to God. It's, wow. it's up to my government. It's up to my boss. It's up to the universe. God is in control. It's just all up to, it's up to him. It's up to everything but me. Well, both of those extremes, both of those are abuses to what you are meant to be. And what we have to do is not identify with an abuse that we've seen or that we've experienced. We got to go back to the center of the essence of our being. And it's only by putting the super, allowing the super to meet the natural in proper balance that we really come up with the formula that releases the supernatural power of kinetic belief to manifest. Wow. Look, the super, the super power of creation alone will kill you. The natural ability of humankind of your own ability alone will kill you. The abuse of hope is passiveness. And it's an extreme belief in the sovereignty of luck, of the universe, of God, to where someone doesn't believe that they have anything at all to do with it, anything to do with anything. And that it's just all up to chance. And so they just blame God, blame mom, blame dad, blame it on the moon for every tragedy and for everything that happens. And they'll just say, well, that was God's will. God's in control of it all. And that is the abuse of grace. That is an abuse of the essence of your being. The abuse of belief, on the other hand, is making you the one who is making everything happen. And it puts all of the burden, all of the responsibility on you. And it leads you into the legalism of religion. It'll lead you into frustration. It will lead you into condemnation. It will lead you into sin consciousness. Listen, both of those perceptions are mental constructs of the egoist sense of identity, like you were saying. And by themselves, they have abuses and they have side effects that you, you just don't want to experience. But if you can put the favor of creation, the favor of grace, and the expectations of faith, of kinetic belief, if you can take those and put them together in the perfect harmony of balance that they were intended to be, in their proper combination, and understand what is the part of source, the part of God, and what is your part, and if you can respond properly and not try to get the super to do things that you're supposed to do. And then on the other hand, for you not to try and, and do things that are totally up to the expansion of life, the majesty of healing, of happiness and joy and peace and prosperity, to those things that are, are not your responsibility. When we can fall into the peace of this relationship, the partnership of our being, and then combine this and put it together in its proper combination. 
What this does is it releases the most dynamic, circumstance-changing, life-manifesting, profound achievement, talent-perfecting, relationship-championing, love-experiencing, and soul-soaring <laughs> supernatural power of kinetic belief squarely into the center of your life. Let's work on some highest viewpoints here before I... I do something else. So, so it's good. <laughs> I'm gonna it's going to be good. <laughs> run out the door with all these yes. cords. Just say this out loud. Say, I awaken each day. I awaken each day. With strength. With strength. Determination and clarity. D- determination and clarity. I know who I am. I know who I am. And I'm ready to do my part. I'm ready to do my part. I project beauty. I project beauty. Non-judgmental love. Non-judgmental love. Acceptance. Acceptance. And kindness. And kindness. My ability to attract. My ability to attract. And to manifest and to manifest all my desires all of my desires is guess what guess what it's limitless <laughs> it's limitless and my potential and my potential to succeed is infinite to succeed is infinite because i have the supernatural ability to see because i have the supernatural ability to see as i imagine to see as i imagine to see i take pleasure in myself i take pleasure in myself can you tell <laughs> can you tell because not only do i like myself <laughs> because not only do i really like myself i love me i love me and i love you and I love you. Following my genius of purpose. Following my genius of purpose. That keeps me on course. That keeps me on course. And so full of excitement. And so full of excitement. I trust the wisdom. I trust the wisdom. Of my light and love. Of my light and love. I choose. I choose. To offer my positivity. To offer my positivity. To all the world. To all the world. For all the world to see. For all the world to see. Yes, yes, yes. We now know the difference of extremes, magic versus making it happen and just exactly how to locate our supernatural power. Make sure you visit stephencanyon.com. We are adding so many exciting things right now, and we have officially started a countdown to the new website. Yay, yay, yay. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) I cannot wait for everyone to see it. Make sure, uh, oh, you already said Instagram, at Stephen Canyon. And, oh, that was it. The journal is on the website as well, which would be the perfect way to find the balance that we have been talking about today, to maintain that balance on a daily basis. And, you know, you mentioned Pam earlier, and she sent us a picture just the other day of um, her third journal. Go, Pam. Go, Pam. You go, girl. I love it. She's our hero. She and sure also, is. there are a few. I was just checking. There are a few seats left coming up for the big event in Orlando. Yes. If you want to come out and spend a morning with Meg and myself and have brunch and talk about changing your life for the best, for always and forever. And those tickets are also at <laughs> stephencanyon.com. Come on out. Sending out much love and light to all you KB yeah. creatives all around the world. Thanks, as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.